Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 122 Thy gift, thy tables, are within my brain, full charactered with lasting memory, which shall above that idle rank remain, beyond all date, even to eternity. Or... At the least, so long as brain and heart have faculty by nature to subsist, till each to till each to raised oblivion yield his part of thee, thy record never can be missed. For poor attention could not so much more so much hold, nor need I tallies thy dear love to score. Therefore to give them from me was I bold, to trust those tables that received thee more. To keep an adjunct to remember thee were to import forgetfulness in me. That was Sonnet CXXII, or 122, of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chatterley, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful... Wow, Cherry Healers. (laughs) I thought I'd compliment you this time. I mean, it's been a good number of sonnets since I've done (laughs) that. And and contrary to what some people think, I actually do like you. You're quite a good friend. But who thinks you don't? I don't know. Probably not. It's really interesting. <laughs> there have been. I'm, I'm trying to think back. There are kind of two people in my life who I've met, and I've kind of had this instant friendship connection with. And you're one of them. Um, and then there's one other. But it's 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 weird that with both of you, it's from the first time we kind of met. I've been able to just chat away and talk to you as if we've known each other for a long while. Whereas with most other people, there's that kind of, you have to build the friendship type thing. I'm probably just weirding you out now. No, no. That that was kind of like me going, I love you, you're wonderful. <laughs> but not in a drunk way. Mm, mm, I think we should stop there. <laughs> do you do I, I, I don't get drunk very often and I've never, I've never once hit on you. Never once. That... <laughs> Mark inconspicuously drinks coffee. <laughs> I love the fact that you understood that I was inconspicuously <laughs> drinking coffee. I don't think I have. I understand that my straight friends are straight. It's just very, very funny to flirt with them every now and then. I did. I, I have flirted with other uh, dudes. Just see how how I can creep them out. You do know your parents are listening to this, don't your parents listen to this? You shouldn't admit that yeah. kind of thing. I didn't. I had a profile picture on Facebook of a, on a, for a while, where it's just just me and my male housemate at the time sitting on a rooftop making out. Excellent. Just you've got quite a um, understanding family then. Yeah, I I don't I don't see what what any issues would be really. Oh, that's lovely. I'm I'm, date, I'm dating a female. I think it's fairly obvious that at least for now, I'm I'm into boobs. Unlike unlike Tom Daly, Daly d- diver dude who I didn't know was someone until today. He's the one who looked who in the Olympics looked really really young, and and everyone said they fancied him, and I was like, he's like twelve, um, but he came out. Isn't he like twenty ish or nineteen? Something like that. Yeah, he in the in the first Olympics he participated, and he was fourteen, I believe. But was participating wow. as an adult. But um, he came out as bisexual on on yeah. the interwebs yeah. the other day, and everyone instantly went, "He's gay!" And I'm like, "No, no, Even no, he he's not." Said, "Very odd." I, I it's 
very strange. Even in the in the gay world, if you're bisexual, there's this really weird kind of thing where people go, "You don't exist. Why are you even here? You like everyone. You're just a whore." It's really bizarre. It is it's utterly bizarre. It's, it's just, just weird at having a group of people that has to fight prejudice all the time being prejudiced against another group <laughs> that's also kind of fighting for acceptance. It's just like, sure, just team up. Just join forces. <laughs> it is it is very... I, I, I don't know. I think it's because what's normal to you, you tend to project onto other people. Which is why it's where... where um, phobias and, and, and isms kind of come from, is that you go, I am not black, and I don't understand why you're making such a fuss of, of this. That's just the way things are. And you project your normality onto other people. It's, I'm straight, therefore no one can be gay. It must be a choice. And and I think what happens is, because bisexuals are different to two identities, as in they're not straight and they're not gay, both of those people impart their normalness on bisexuals, and so it can't be seen from either direction. Whereas I just kind of have this view of, if if you're having fun and you're not hurting anyone, unless they wanted to be hurt, then that's fine. To a certain extent. I mean, there is consent, and then there's offering yourself <laughs> to be murdered and eaten by the other person, where you kind of go, no, that's the point where society really should step in. <laughs> I want you to cook my arm, and there, there have been cases though. There yeah, was... yeah, that has happened. That's I... what I'm saying. That that's really where society should kind of go. Mm, this might be consensual, but, but no. Are you no, in the right this, mind this to be is, consenting? Yeah. There was a guy. I, I read the Fourteen Times. It's it's the one magazine we get delivered month on month because it's so funny. Um, and and there was the report in there of I think it was a German guy who got someone else he wanted them to cook his penis and eat it and so they did it but they just hacked it off and left him in a bath of ice water where he uh, eventually bled to death because no one of them thought that hacking off kind of a fairly major part of a body would have any sort of negative consequences really People are weird. But even to then, if it was completely consensual and both of them were sane, I don't really have an issue with it. But your definition of sane has to be quite broad for that to apply. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love people. People are amazing. It's one of the reasons I like Reddit, because they do all these questions and then you just see the different people going, but that's weird. And when I was younger, my parents always made, made me have starter before my meals, but my starter was just ketchup and mustard mixed together. And you're like, that's weird. <laughs> Bizarre. That was nothing to do with Sonnet CCIXPQ, whatever it was. No, no. Talk about the Sonnet before I go off on another sidetrack. Mm. I just got distracted by Facebook again. Oh, it's bad Facebook, but you said it was evil last on it. It is, but it is evil because it distracts. And evil because it wants to take over the world and get my private data. It wants, it wants, I love, I love the fact that even though my life is pretty much lived online, you can find out pretty much any aspect of me online if you dig enough on online. Some of them are more easy to find than others, but my whole life is online. I'm not, I don't really hold anything back. And yet YouTube, which is now Google, which does targeted ads, offers me links for Muslim dating sites. I just don't quite understand how their algorithm has gone so wrong. But hey ho, 
That's that is what. And and Sierra's video has frozen. He's now just I, gazing. I, I may have lost right Mark there. Slowly nibbling on his finger. He seems to have frozen. I don't quite understand what's going on here. We we can be very professional here. His video is now turned on. Let's call on, him again. And we are connecting. If if Skype actually plays along. Skype is telling me I'm offline. Hmm. This this is bad. Nope, there we are. Ground control to Major Mark. Ooh, hello. Skype just gave me a message saying you are offline. He's like, I'm, I'm not. I can, I can see. Every, everything else is just running fine. I can load Google. No, you are offline. You are. What are you doing? But you're back now. Are you are you back now? I am. I can't see you though. You can't see me? No. Everyone wants to see me. Your <gasps> webcam appears to be off. You're very pixelated. There's just a blob of pixels moving around. No, that, that's how I look. I've taken my look from With... Minecraft today. With a rainbow shirt. With a rainbow shirt. It's so it looks more blocky. Um, okay, sorry everyone there, we had a few technical issues where Thierry decided to turn off Skype. I didn't, I was on Skype, Skype <laughs> just gave me a pop-up and I tried to call you while I was receiving messages from other people and Skype just went, you are offline, you're like, how is this, what? It's did Microsoft. You, it's, did it's, you hear um, that, listeners, not only was he on Facebook before this all happened, but he was receiving messages from other people while doing this podcast. He doesn't are... love us as much as he thinks he does. I wasn't replying to them, but I have Skype open. There's there's stuff coming in. People don't talk to me on Skype very often. You're pretty much the only person. Yeah, I we have like one group chat between a couple of us. And I'm just... not in any of them. It's not in English. Oh, okay. And and you also don't know most of the people <laughs> in there. In- introduce me. I, I, it I wouldn't wonderful. be very easy with it not being in English. Yeah, and Google Translate not doing your language. That's the yeah, issue. which is fun. If if there is a World War Three, Luxembourg is just totally going to be the code used, and all the Americans are just going to go, <laughs> "What is this? <laughs> it's Dutch. We don't understand. No. We're fairly sure it's German. Are you sure, sir? That bit looks Italian. Well, it's I uh, know. I'm fairly sure it's Dutch. <laughs> well, usually when you go when when um. Google Chrome finds a website in Luxembourgish, and you have the auto translate on. It just goes, "This page is in German. Would you like help translating it?" And you just, no, no, it's not German. <laughs> it's it really isn't. funny because I've had conversations. I've I, Google translates now at the point where I'm able to have conversations with people in other languages, as long as I keep my grammatical structuring fairly simple in English. I'm able to have a conversation with someone in another language, and as long as they keep their sentence construction fairly basic, we can have proper, really fairly deep... I've had discussions about... my, my One of my other jobs is about electric cars. Really quite technical discussions about 
charging rates and charging types and stuff like that. So it's it's some of it's fairly technical language. But no problem using Google Translate. It's amazing. But not for Luxembourgish. Not not for Luxembourgish, where Thierry purposefully tags me in posts on Facebook in Luxembourgish just to make <laughs> yeah. me freak out. Which I'm fairly sure <sighs> said something along the lines of I'm tagging Mark just to annoy him or just to get him paranoid or something like that with from what i, 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 I think out. it was something like that i just i don't the post was completely just it, it didn't have any purpose other than just tagging you in it yeah. and, and just kind of going well, i'm just gonna mention mark now and just see if he reacts and and <laughs> i did we, we can just freak him out and it worked i spent far far too long figuring out what that post said <laughs> Sonnet one two two. What do you think? Sonnet I completely one, two, two's about? I, about a present. Well, I, it thy sounds, gift. Yeah, th- thy tables. Tables being kind of, I think, like a record. I mean, if you think about things like old church records and, and marriage records and birth records, they're always laid out as a table. So it's kind of a record of events. That's where my brain went. So. I'm wondering because he he seems to suggest he doesn't need it and that his memory is better. So I'm wondering if it was was something he had or something maybe the fair you've bought him that was meant to be like a remember our relationship, write down everything we've done in this table. Yeah. But that's all kind of reaching and and really stretching my knowledge of of what would have happened. Because if that exists, someone should find it. Day it, one. It, um, saw the fair he, well, he says there are they are within my brain, though. Yes. Full character was last. So, thy gift, thy tables. Does that mean that the other person, the fair youth, gave him records? Oh, maybe. Either physical ones, and he lost them, or or they just he just means as in the memories you have give given oh. me. I, yeah, I wonder if the fair youth was recording the events then and gave it like a, this is a record of our love, gave it to Shakespeare and Shakespeare's lost it. That would like be a responsible adult. Yes. Because I, I love the lines where it gets, um, or at least so long as brain and heart have faculty by nature to subsist, to each to raise oblivion, yield his part of the, the record can be missed. It, the idea that it will last forever. Wow, as long as my brain is working. <laughs> just, I love the confusion between the two because in in any real sense, when you die, that is forever. Your life lasts forever until you die. Yeah, like that. it's it's kind of the your entire world disappears with you. Hmm. There, there is no. There's no well, there is a world that there is there is a world outside of you, obviously, but but not for you. Everything that that you perceived as the world will be gone. Which, although I mean, at the time they would, I mean, there are people today who believe in the afterlife, but but at the time that would have been, that would have just been accepted knowledge. Yeah, you would have been told the, the, it in in the same way. Yeah. You're the, told. The, And and I mean, at the time, people would have just readily accepted the dogma. 
Which, yeah. Yes, yes. So they would have believed. But I suppose in, in even in that sense, it's then not accessible to anyone who's living. Even if you believe the memory lives on somewhere with the spirit that's in the afterlife, that memory isn't accessible to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Bar, bar, bar the other people who are dead. Yes. But yeah, the, the world Or Psychic can't. Sally. Uh, psychics. <laughs> I knew that would get you going. Uh, Mr. Chatterley, I have been waiting for... Yes, because I've booked an appointment. You you <laughs> didn't foresee my coming. <laughs> I, I can see it on your spreadsheet. It's My I, name I, is right there. <laughs> I booked and, and the... two o'clock and I'm here. <laughs> My my favourite thing is that, that apparently when you die, everyone becomes the biggest fan of charades. And they're all trying to give information to these people by going, my name, it begins with a C, with a C. Sounds a bit like Charlie, but isn't Charlie. Charles, Chili, Chili Chains, Chimmy Changers, what's your name? And everyone becomes this weird, just pass information. I died of a heart attack or angina, or it could have been lung cancer, something in the chest. Maybe I broke my arm and got sepsitis. sepsis. Yeah, something yeah. <laughs> it's just well that's how um, because you can just go on YouTube just watch um, psych- that, that's how they work though they just go th- I mean they have an audience of I don't know a hundred people sitting there yeah kind of thing or even if it's just the one person they just kind of do you know someone with a, a C C no maybe maybe it's a D something that sounds like a D an E an E and you just they just rattle it off until you eventually just kind of guide them to the answer isn't there a scene in um, Being John Malkovich where he goes, I bet I can guess your name to a woman. And he just starts by going, until she reacts to one of them and then starts just adding the sounds of the words together. <laughs> it's really good. That's a really weird movie. I, I haven't watched that in so long. You haven't really. Um, it's, it's, it's it's a very good movie. I just I, I I go see so many. Well, I'm in the cinema constantly. I've seen like 97 films this year. There's there's not much time to uh, to watch other movies that um, I've already seen. <laughs> That's worrying. You're now just going. To, you're seeing repeats in the cinema. That's worrying. No, I just well, I saw. I say that I did see Saturday Night Fever on the big screen this year, and 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 um, stuff like Dawn of the Dead because sometimes they just show old films and bring them back, Ghostbusters kind of thing. Okay, did you see the do- the Doctor Doctor Who thing? No, oh, no, no, no. I did. I I hate three D with a passion. And also, I really don't give a shit about Doctor Who anymore, so... <gasps> you can't say Why? that! He's Moffat! He runs the world! He's the bestest writer ever! Yeah, no, I'm not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't uh, prescribe to the uh, Moffat is God dogma. I, I, well, yeah. No, he's not. He, no. He has ideas about being God? No. Sonnet 122. Let's not get into our Moffat rants. That's that's probably not <laughs> what we should be doing on this this podcast. I I just he just he just kind of goes yeah I've lost this this record sheet of paper molluskine whatever but it's fine I can totally remember stuff for yes. as long as I live so so it's fine 
it's it's really interesting that it's it, the relationship has completely changed with the fair youth now. He, it, this seems to suggest he isn't caring about the fair use feelings anymore because he would have tried to find it. He's he's just kind of, and it's not even apologetic. It's just it doesn't matter because I've remembered it. So yeah. He, yeah, He's yeah. not concerned for the fair youth at all, which is really interesting that we've gone from you're the best thing in the world, you personified beauty, just let me be near you to, oh, it's okay, I remember it, don't worry. It doesn't matter, I lost <laughs> this gift. Don't don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, he, he, he prescribes no value to um to the actual physical gift. He just kind of goes, meh, I lost it. So, so whether that is... Who cares? he doesn't care about physical things or whether he's starting not to care about the fair youth. I don't know. It's quite interesting which one it probably is. I don't know. The the kind of obsession that he's fed throughout the 120-odd sonnets, he, I would have expected him to just cherish any physical, like like the kind of person who just has a strand of hair, just, <laughs> just, just a lock of hair in a something yes in a glass cube and just kind of goes Ooh, i have you <laughs> you're mine has a sample of his bath water somewhere yeah yeah Ew. and 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 this he just kind of goes me yeah. i mean the fair youth uh, uh, went out of his because that so so there is actually a physical relationship between the two but the uh, any sounds kind like of it. real world relationship they actually speak to each other know each other kind of thing Yes. So, and and he just kind of goes, mm, "You went out. Of, you you bought this, or you you wrote this down. You made this, and mm, I I already knew it. It's kind of like giving someone a photo in a nice frame, and you lose it. And you kind of go, I know what you look like. Mm. Yeah, just... whatever. Yeah, I got, I got an imagination. Yeah, sending your love a Snapchat." pick of, of you naked and then them just going I got an imagination yeah. <laughs> although with Snapchat it gets lost anyway so well that, that was unless it, people I... screenshot it but doesn't I think the app tells you if you if someone screenshots yeah. it yeah yeah it does but which it is wonderful doing it <laughs> yeah it's wonderfully passive aggressive it's like no no I promise we, we use this wonderful application where where the messages will delete themselves oh okay then in which case I will send you a naked picture and then it just comes up on your screen They've taken a screenshot. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, you don't even. There's you, you. There are apps you just plug it into your computer and you just before you open the photo, it is still. I mean, it is obviously on the um, on your phone, tablet, whatever. So you can just copy it out of the yeah. temp folder. Yeah, yeah. As long as you can get access to. I that mean, folder. there's like. Yeah. Well, there's like they 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 keep finding ways to circumvent it, and then Snapchat puts out an update and, and stops that and it takes a week and then people go, now you can do this. So it just... I've never I've never used that thing. I've seen people using it and it's very, very weird app. Yeah. I don't know. We, we just kind of use it for really, really silly stuff. Like we currently just have one thing where we just send each, other's, uh, each other videos where we're just either sitting or standing on a chair or just standing up and just turning around in a circle really fast and, and pulling weird faces. And then you just you get like a funny video for like five seconds, and you just go, "Meh, that that was fun." I couldn't have sent that over text message because it would have cost me a bomb. You students, it's disgusting. It's you not... should be studying for your finals. 
Should your, your finals in, in whatever Mickey Mouse degree it is you're studying in this country. Don't, don't you have a, a, uh, a BA in creative writing? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm fairly sure was actually one of the examples of Mickey Mouse degrees from the government when they use that phrase. But shush, shush. That's fine. Fine. I have one in English, so that's obviously better. Yeah, well, yeah, you needed to learn the language if you're going to live in this country. Any immigrant should have a BA in English. It's the law. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure if you want to do English language and linguistics, you kind of have to have a fairly good knowledge. <laughs> I had more grammatic knowledge than the English <laughs> and British students in the class. Really we had one it? lecturer in second year explain to people the difference between active and passive voice, and I just kind of sitting here going, I learned that when I was 12. <laughs> I Why? Had... What? When I worked at the university, I had to um, copy edit. I had to edit, not not just copy edit, fully edit um, some a course that was being put online, which was the course that the library or the Learning Resource Centre was giving to people who were struggling with English. And I went through it and I was fixing all the grammar mistakes. And I got to one bit where it was talking about active and passive voice. And it goes, the active voice is when you use I. I did this. The passive voice is when you use they or you. And and I so I sent them an email going. I think you sent me the wrong work. That's that's a description of first person and second and third person. That's nothing to do with active and passive sentences. Active and passive, yeah. To which they sent back, it is. That's just the simplified description. That's what we teach people. Uh, and no amount of me emailing them back going, that is not what an active or passive system is, s- sentence is. That's nothing to do with it. Um, would make them change it. So. This course went live with with a completely wrong. So people at this university were being taught what active and passive was incorrectly. Wow! I I know, uh, absolutely amazing. Anyway, but this is why you should listen to your editors, people out there. Editors know what they're talking about and and aren't loved for it. Basically, we have to tell people who want to write that they're bad at writing. It's not a fun job, but listen to us. Or just just being angry at at people like Cineworld. Uh, they still haven't changed that freaking poster. <laughs> I caused a three-hour debate amongst the Cineworld staff because they have posters up saying "No fees, comma from, comma home," and I just told them that it's wrong that that there shouldn't be any commas, really. No, and 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 um, no, they're just on every floor in in my local Cineworld. They they they're all still up. You have to take in post-it notes. Because obviously there needs to be a comma before and after from. Yeah. Always. It's it's bad. And I can see that hurts you. That pains you. It's it's horrible. Just every time I walk past it, I just go, I could use a red pen, but I have spoken to them. They would probably just track me down and go, that They'd was know you. It was, was it you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have red on your fingers? Um... <laughs> It's blood. It's blood. It's I've blood. killed someone. I was I was grating some cheese and I slipped. And <laughs> that was a callback to the last week's sonnet. Oh yeah, we're good. <laughs> Would you like to read sonnet one twenty two or, or, have, or sonnet? Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what was it? One two two. C X X I I. C X X I I. Thy gift, thy tables are within my brain, full characters with lasting memory. Which shall above that idle rank remain beyond all date, even to eternity, or at the least, so long as brain and heart have faculty by nature to subsist, till each to raised oblivion yield his part of thee, thy record never can be missed. 
That poor retention could not so much hold, nor need I tell his thy dear love to score. Therefore I do... Ah, oh, that was going so well. It was. It was. Therefore to give them from me was... I... <sighs> That's not a sentence. Therefore to give them from me was I bold, to trust those tables that receive thee more. To keep an adjunct to remember thee were to impart forgetfulness in me. That was awesome. Well done, you. You are you're getting wasn't. very good at the it, it, it wasn't. Don't, Therefore, don't to give that. them from me was I bold. That's not a that's not a sentence. <laughs> I was I was trying to belittle you in a nice way. God. That was uh, <laughs> Sonic. 122 of Shakespeare's sonnets. I've been Matt Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I've been Terry Hillers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And, 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 I don't know why I was saying and then. And visit flatter our website. Us. Twitter us, flatter us. All, all buy our audiobooks. Buy our audiobooks and posters and artwork. They're amazing. We ship everywhere in the world. I've got a room full of shipping cartons now so please buy them before my other half kicks me out our warehouse in Gloucestershire our warehouse in Gloucestershire yes Um, warehouse 14 I'd love to work at the warehouse (laughs) anyway next time Sonnet 123 tune in for Sonnet 123 part 1 CXXIII bye bye that sounds like a radio station you're listening to Radio CXXII You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.